0: Hello, everyone. This is Tom Fox. I'm the Compliance Evangelist, and I'd like to welcome you to this special five-part podcast series on the future of financial compliance. This podcast series is sponsored by Verint. Verint is a provider of reactive, active, and proactive compliance solutions. In this special five-part podcast series, I visit with Bill Fry, the Vice President of Go-To-Market at Verint, we consider how VARINT is changing the future of financial compliance by challenging the accepted wisdom through capture, control, sustainability, and oversight. This process is useful to think through a wide range and assortment of compliance issues for any field, anti-corruption compliance, trade compliance, AML compliance, as well as any other type of compliance. In this episode one, we introduce the VARINT process. Hello everyone, this is Tom Fox. And I am extraordinarily pleased uh, to be announcing the part one of a five-part podcast series. I'm going to be uh, visiting with Phil Fry, the VP of Financial Compliance and Go-To-Market Strategy of VARANT. And we are going to have an excellent exploration of the topics, uh, or rather the systems of Verant and how they will help the compliance practitioner in a wide variety of others in the corporate setting. So, Phil, first of all, with that incredibly long-winded introduction, uh, <laughs> welcome and thank you so much for taking the time to visit with me on this
1: podcast series. Yeah, thanks very much, Tom. I'm uh, looking forward to it.
0: So, Phil, uh, why don't we hop right into it and if I could ask you, um, really, what is Verant and uh, what are you guys doing in financial compliance and why?
1: Sure. Um, so for those of you who don't know, Verint uh, really started in this space, uh, in the voice recording space, uh, being around uh, for many years recording in, in the financial markets. But uh, what we did is um, a couple of years ago, we decided to take a, a complete relook at the entire uh, compliance stack. And we decided also to take a unique approach to financial compliance. Uh, what we decided was that we didn't want to accept that legacy solutions and methods were good enough for our clients' needs, certainly not the feedback we're getting. So as well as providing what we believe is the most advanced capture and automation uh, capabilities within this space, what we're doing is we're also partnering with best-of-breed RegTech and FinTech organizations to truly provide customers with flexibility and options. You know, our approach is, is one of true partnership. What we want to be is open we're going to try and be honest uh, we'll share uh, with our customers objectives and work together to achieve them
0: well phil one of the things that is talked about uh, quite a bit in, in compliance are different types of um, actions that compliance officers and business professionals can take and there's certainly uh, three that we can discuss reactive Active and proactive. Could you uh, give a few words about those and how that relates uh, to this topic?
1: Sure um so, so these really refer to the the velocity or the speed of response to compliance issues you know naturally if you look at reactive compliance, it's the slowest it's responding to and addressing compliance problems after they've occurred so analyzing the actions and circumstances in order to both correct the specific instance of non-compliance but also to learn lessons to help prevent reoccurrence in the future um, active compliance, uh, as you expect, uh, would be thought of as in the moment or near real time. Um, but the focus for variant and one of the most important things is really around proactive compliance or we sometimes call it a minority report approach Uh, and this is really achieved with tools and processes that focus on identifying conditions in which non-compliances are prone to occur and heading them off with automation tools that enforce communications or disclosure policies preventing some interactions from happening at all or automatically force feeding disclaimers into conversations or redacting content because it's transmitted and prompting employees with guidance and knowledge content to help them uh, follow established compliance procedures.
0: So could you tell us about capture, control, sustainability, and oversight?
1: Uh, yep, sure. So this is really uh, the framework, and this is part of what Forent call our, our compliance framework. Um, uh, in essence, we start at the, the first level, which is the capture, naturally. Uh, this is where we came from. This is really where we're building it from. So When we talk about capture, you know, you have to look at the extent and scope of financial regulations, which makes it imperative that businesses can record and capture the full range of electronic communications channels used by their employees. Now, we all know how the number of available channels has increased, you know, instant messaging, video calls and desktop sharing, for example. And yet the majority of organizations cannot capture more than the traditional voice, data boards, etc., and of course, email communications. So if any of their traders are using mobile phones or tools like uh, the latest UC solutions like Microsoft Teams, Skype for Business, and Cisco UC, well, these interactions won't be captured and are therefore automatically in contravention of regulations such as Dodd-Frank or Mifid2. So I'll be explaining how it is possible to capture all of these channels and why this is the minimum standard businesses should be aiming for. So the next level up from control is what we sorry from capture is what we call control. So control is based on the increased scope of the regulation that I've just referred to mean that it is becoming increasingly unsustainable to carry out all of the necessary compliance checks using traditional, mainly manual methods. For example, now if if your business is placing say 50,000 calls per week, then verifying um, really as, as few as one in 10 of those recordings is already a huge task. If technology or configurations issues mean that you are unknowingly failing to record just 1% of calls, then that is 500 calls a week that are out of compliance. And because of the sampling rate, you only have a 0.1% chance of discovering this, which means that you may have thousands, literally thousands of non-compliant interactions by the time you discover it. So automation is a key part of controlling the environment. It can remove problems like this, as well as spotting other types of compliance violations and stepping in before they occur. Uh, We'll look at these possibilities in more details in another podcast. We'll also look at efficient, accurate transcription of trade-related speech recordings, something that's much harder to achieve than you might think, and how to make all of this easily identifiable, retrievable, And readily available to support speedy responses to inquiries. So the third layer that we mentioned was sustainability. Uh, It's not referring to the use of green power sources or the environment, but rather focuses on finding a way to sustain a compliant operation in the face of the very many day-to-day challenges that compliance and IT professionals face. Uh, For example, Uh, keeping up with the fast-moving multi-jurisdictional regulations and complying with regulatory requests, managing and sustaining acceptable levels of compliance and risk while organizations organizations are going through widespread and wide-ranging change and transformation. Uh, Thirdly, staying on top of the issues and opportunities posed by an ever-widening range of communication streams and recording platforms, as I mentioned before. And fourthly, maintaining system health inventory and performance, really important in new regulations, for example, like the senior management regimes that are starting to be seen around the world. We're addressing the growing need to create a modern operational and systems architecture with proper levels of oversight, whilst also de-risking the complex projects and migrations that may form a part of these moves. Finally, um, I'll be talking about what we call oversight, and here we'll look how it all comes together. The interactional data captured from new recording modes, the management of these recordings and how they are archived, and how new tools and approaches could help reduce compliance risk and improve the investigation of interactions and trade-related data.
0: So Phil, unfortunately we are near the end of our time, but uh, I've been visiting uh, today in part one of a five-part podcast series with Phil Fry, the Vice President, financial compliance and go to marketing, market strategy of Verrent, we've been giving an overview of this five-part podcast series and hope you'll join us tomorrow where we begin a deep dive into capture. So Phil, I greatly look forward to continuing the conversation.
1: Great, thanks very much, Tom. Hello
0: everyone, this is Tom Fox again. I hope you enjoyed this episode one in our five-part exploration of the future of financial compliance. I hope you'll join us again tomorrow where we take a deep dive into capture the full range of electronic communications channels of companies for their employees. This special five-part podcast series has been a production of the Compliance Podcast Network. Thanks so much for listening.